Welcome to Prepare to Care, the AARP podcast that provides resources and tools to help support caregivers and their families. I'm your host, Charlene James. The pandemic has changed the way we do a number of things. For caregivers, these changes may mean added stress and a need for more help and additional resources. But did you know that military caregivers experience higher risk of poor health, strained family relationships, and a bigger financial loss than those non-military caregivers? A new study revealed COVID-19 has exacerbated the stress for the 5.5 million caregivers in the U.S who care for military members and veterans that also need help. Here to talk to us today about available caregiver resources for veterans and their caregivers are Keith Taylor, case manager and veteran specialist with the Harris County Area Agency on Aging. Also joining us is Mrs. Janet Harris, who is a caregiver for her husband, who is a Vietnam veteran. Welcome both of you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for joining us. So, um, Keith, tell us about the resources that are available for veterans and their caregivers. Well, thank you very much, uh, Charlene, uh, for, for having me and Ms. Harris uh, join, join you on this podcast. Um, I, I want to mention that we have a, a host of resources available for uh, the brave men and women who have served our country uh, in uniform. And of course, uh, the first service that they want to uh, enroll in upon their discharge is with the Veterans Administration. Uh, But we also have resources here with the city of Houston to assist them. So um, veterans have several options that they can choose in terms of uh, figuring out which program that they need and we can provide services uh, that they need to uh, address their needs. And one of the things that I'm really, really proud of is the Veterans-Directed Home and Community-Based Services Program. Uh, I am a veteran specialist and a case manager. And this program was started in 2018 uh, under the visionary leadership of uh, Ms. Suzanne Terry and Dr. Janice Sparks. And they um, arranged to develop a partnership with Veterans Administration to give uh, veterans another option to have their caregiving needs delivered. And under the uh, Veterans Directed Program, it is a unique bottom-up approach to the delivery of uh, caregiving services. By that, I mean it's not a a traditional top-down form of delivery or model of care. Under the Veterans Directed Program, there is a pot of funds allocated to each veteran according to their specific uh, caregiving needs. And the VA provides this funding and the veteran or his representative, like in the case of uh, Ms. Janet Harris, she represents her husband, Russell Harris. And uh, the veteran or or representative in this case can hire their own uh, caregivers. They can set the hourly pay. Uh, They can set the hours that they need uh, the the caregivers to work. 
And it's a self-directed model of care that really works a lot better in most cases because the old model of care called for the um, VA administration, the Veterans Administration to provide a contractor that would come out there for a certain designated number of hours. Well, under this system, um, Ms. Harris can have her caregivers to come provide the services to her husband at whichever time frame works best for them, meaning her and her, her husband. And that works out a lot better. Uh, she coordinates the hours, the payroll, and the, and the selling. And uh, that works out really, really well. And on top of this, and I think this is something that I'm sure Ms. Harris would agree uh, with strongly, it doesn't complicate her tax life because under this unique partnership, we have a financial management services contractor. Um, that contractor is Premier, and Premier takes care of the taxes, uh, the necessary, the, the W-2 forms that are necessary every year for employees to file their annual taxes. And they handle all of the state-related taxes, including Medicare taxes and Social Security taxes. So that way, uh, she doesn't have to be concerned with those things. She just simply uh, administers the monthly budget with my assistance, and she schedules her employees and submits the uh, the, the biweekly uh, timesheets and they get paid every two weeks and it works out wonderfully. And it's a really, really uh, special program because it takes a lot of the caregiving duties off her hands. So she has a chance to take care of her own individual health needs as well as any personal hobbies that she has. So it's a highly successful program. We've touched up to 75 veterans under this uh, unique program and it is fantastically popular and it's growing. And we suspect that it will continue to grow over the years to come. So we're very proud of that. And, and we, um, we're, we're most proud of the fact that it serves the needs of our veterans and their families. I am so glad to hear that. That model certainly is one that focuses on, as you say, the bottom up, the needs of the caregiver in supporting the care recipient. So Ms. Harris, can you tell me a little bit about um, the resources and services that you were able or are able to receive through this program? Well, I can't say enough about it. Uh, number one, I'm very thankful for Keith. He is, he's just been a godsend to us. And we were introduced uh, to this through the VA. My, um, uh, my um, social worker had said she was going to speak to someone to me about a new program. This was in um, 2018. I guess the program was rather new then. I didn't realize it till I heard uh, Keith mention that a while ago. And um, so someone came out and met with us. <clears throat> My husband is a total invalid. Um, he's in um, the fifth stage of Parkinson's and also dementia, so he needs total care. These uh, ladies are wonderful. They've, <clears throat> one's been with us since the beginning. The other one, uh, almost two years. They're awful, wonderful. We love them. They are part of our family. They're loyal, they're prompt and on time, and they love my husband. And that's very, very important to me. That's the reason this program is so wonderful is because you can work 
through this program to choose your own caregivers. And um, I couldn't ask for any better. The uh, type of things my husband needs is um, we try to keep his body moving. So they do exercises. They manually do exercises with him every day. Uh, they laugh with him. They talk to him. And if they're watching a program, they explain things to him as the program is on television. Um, there are times that uh, we still try to let him feed himself, even though he doesn't have much motion in his limbs anymore. But we try to let him hang on to as many things in his life that can be as normal as possible. Sometimes they have to feed him. They bathe him. Um, they brush his teeth. Uh, the only thing he won't let anyone do is shave him. I have to shave him every day, and that's okay. And... Um, uh, but that is a, a real blessing to me. Now, they I understand through the program, they could help me do things in the house also. Now, I do not ask them to do that. I can do that myself. I do all the cooking and the cleaning, and that's good because it's, it's my therapy. That's about the only thing I get to do, and I enjoy it. But um, I know that he's being taken really good care of. Uh, if I have to leave the house and go for an appointment or if I um, um, go to the post office or to the grocery store, things like that, I know that when I leave here, I, am, I can leave with assurance. That means a lot to me that my husband's going to be taken care of. And uh, so it has really freed up a lot in our lives. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, and it's been a major blessing in our lives. You have certainly indicated some of the benefits. In addition to that and giving you some relief, are there other things that you've been able to do now that you have this um, support? Yes. Uh, first of all, before we were introduced to this program, my husband had um, really become in a condition that I could no longer take care of him. And we had to go into a, um, a nursing home for about four months. And um, it was very discouraging because uh, he absolutely did not get the care that he needed. And I realized that it wasn't just because of a poor uh, workmanship of the workers. It was because they were sh so short-handed. Um, they just don't have enough people to do the jobs there to take care. When we had one lady taking care of 30 people, oh, you just goodness. can't do it. And so one day, um, I mean, I'd made several trips up there during the night when he had had accidents and no one to clean him up or to take care of him. And so I had to make, a 15 mile trip just to, to go up there and do that several times. So I finally just decided I was bringing him home and uh, I didn't know what I was going to do, but whatever I was going to do was going to be better. And um, it was just a short time that, that my social worker was out at my house and, and she told, told us that she was going to have, someone call us and go over some information that might be 
helpful to us. And uh, eventually we got to know Keith. I mean, he was, he was like an angel that walked into our house. Mm -hmm. so it was, he's so precious and, and uh, wanted, wanted to really help us. And that's when we was able to get on this program. And uh, it was so nice to, to be at home because I, I had been for 10 years after I retired to, uh, I was involved in charity work and uh, at a Hope Clinic here in Alvin, Texas. And um, uh, I had not been able to do that for a long, long time. Well, when we first got back into the program, I was able to start that up. I also helped to teach a caregiver's class, which mm -hmm. I was able to go back to. Well, COVID has changed all that now, so I haven't done that in several months, mm -hmm. but that's okay. I, I can when it returns. And uh, so that was a, a real blessing. And um, just to know your loved one is at home uh, is such a wonderful thing. And especially when I think about COVID and the, and the living mm. facilities, right, that has been the right. last few months where sure. people have not been able to see their families for, mm -hmm. for months and uh, to be able to touch them and to love on them and, and to know how they feel. I mean, completely many hopeless and helpless. So uh, it's the benefits. No, right. our lives are not like they used to be and they mm -hmm. never will be because we are constant. Our lives are constantly changing and That's they will true. be, it won't be the last yeah. changes. So those have made a lot of difference mm -hmm. for us. And Ms. Harris, you know, there's nothing like a peace of mind. Yes. And um, this program, it, it appears, has really helped to give you some of that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, Keith, if someone is interested in the program, can you give us some information? How would they access um, you or the agency? Sure. Well, uh, Charlene, I'm glad you asked that question because this program is growing in popularity so as more and more people hear about it they want to be a part of it and rightfully so it's a wonderful program very very innovative but the first thing that the um the veteran would need to do is contact uh, his or her primary care physician at the va uh, after doing that um, they would need to request a, a consult with a, a VA social worker. And basically that VA social worker would, would meet with the veteran and his or her, her family and make sure that uh, they would be a, a good uh, fit for this program. Because um, if, if the veteran doesn't uh, have certain cognitive abilities or he doesn't have a trusted family member or loved one to handle the administrative aspects of mm -hmm. this program, then it wouldn't be a good match. But uh, assuming that the veteran is cognitively capable and uh, he or she has a wife or a husband that would be able to handle those administrative duties I just spoke to, uh, then they could uh, uh, possibly pass the, um, the exam from the uh, social worker after she meets with them. And then it would be passed on to Miss Sonia Nelson here in the Harris County area. She would meet with the family and kind of do like a, a QA, QC check, meaning quality assurance, quality control, make sure 
that this person is indeed uh, a good match for this program. And um, at that point, you know, she would uh, do a, a case mix analysis. And a case mix is basically um, a, it, it's a summarized study analyzing the specific caregiving needs of this veteran. And there's a certain uh, pot of money that is associated with that uh, survey or, or analysis. Mm -hmm. And for example, if someone has a really, really high extensive uh, caregiving needs, their case mix would be greater than someone whose needs are uh, not as great. So uh, that case mix is determined based on, on their caregiving needs. And once that pot of uh, money is, uh, is authorized, then they would simply uh, send that veteran's information in a referral package uh, to our office here, at Harris County Area Agency on Aging. And then I would do a, an assessment and then we get the process going. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it's not too complicated of a program, but it is a process that you must go through to, to get enrolled. And one thing I wanna add, um, my role as a veteran specialist is double-hatted. In that sense, I mean, in one role, I am an advisor, a counselor, and an advocate for the veterans and their spouses. But I am also uh, duty-bound to make sure that the VA program guidelines are followed because there are certain policies that mm -hmm. uh, must be followed because this program is congressionally authorized. And um, my role is to make sure that, that uh, those program guidelines are followed because um, we have we have surveys and annual reports that are done and ultimately these reports go to the va secretary and the president and the congress that funds this program mm -hmm. so I we want to make sure we're accountable yeah do you help with um identifying a pool of uh, employees i mean possible employees for the caregiver well, not, not really. Uh, um, the, 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 the veteran or his representative uh, is really the primary person who okay. um, is responsible for finding the employees. Uh, okay. If I happen to know of someone, I can, I can make a referral based on, for example, uh, I've, if, if a veteran has passed away and mm -hmm. I happen to know um, um, a provider in that area, and um, there's another veteran that comes into the program, I can kind of, you know, connect them with, with the, with the mm -hmm. veteran okay. who needs the services. Okay. But generally speaking, it's, it's the uh, veteran or veteran representative that finds their own employees. And one other point I want to make uh, in that vein is that we do a background check for all of the prospective employees okay. who want to to work with the veterans because we want to make sure we have honest and trustworthy people in the homes of our veterans. And we do that complimentary for the welfare of the, uh, the veterans. And one last question for you, Keith, is this program available in other parts of, of the state? Yes, it is available in other parts of the state. Um, but here's the thing um, for this program, usually the VA doesn't have enough uh, personnel to do the necessary uh, administrative mm -hmm. case mix 
and case management. Mm -hmm. you know, we at Harris County have that relationship because we have a, a contractual relationship with the DA. Mm -hmm. uh, but if a certain region of the state or the country, because it, it exists in other parts of the country, but primarily um, the VA kind of sets up uh, collaborative agreements with uh, local government agencies okay. to actually execute. Okay. Well, Ms. Harris, do you have one last piece of advice that you would like to um, give our listeners, especially our caregivers? Yes. Um, you know, we've always heard that there's no place like home. Right. And that's the way it is for us. But it's also that way for the people we take care of. Mm -hmm. And um, also, I, I've got a little plaque in my house. Your, ho your home is where you hang your heart. Okay. And um, the veteran's heart is in this home. And I'm so... I feel it. I feel that it's a privilege, number one, to serve my husband because I love him with all my heart, but also consider him. I tell him all the time he's a hero and um, uh, people who've served our country and given their their time. And in many cases, like my husband, his health. And so it's um, it's not that everything is going to be hunky dory and perfect like i say health continues to uh, decline just as mine does but being at home is the greatest asset and i'm just so thankful for this program i'm i'm grateful and and i thank the lord for it because um he he's the one that opened up this door so and I thank you. I thank you. I thank all wow. for um, uh, taking this step because there's a lot of people out there that need right. help that they just don't know about it right now. Right. Well, I want to thank you, Keith, for providing such valuable information. Mrs. Harris, my thanks to you because you're one of so many caregivers whose heart is in caregiving. And um, that is so important. And certainly we um, salute and say thank you to your husband as a veteran and to all the other veterans who have served our country. And we really would like to see them um, receive the level of service that they should, you know, because they have served our country. So thank you so much for joining us. This has really been very informative. And uh, perhaps we may ask you to come back um, to share some more information with us. Sure, okay. absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. I'm sure myself or Ms. Harris would be glad to yes, participate we, yes, in any programs that you. you'll have to okay. spread the word on this program because our, well, our veterans are worth privilege. Oh, thank you. AARP has a host of caregiving information readily available for veterans, military families, and caregivers at aarp.org veterans. We encourage you to follow Prepare to Care podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.aarp.org slash Houston P T C. 
Thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for caring.